Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing! You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 125, and today I'm going to talk about a couple of great backlist titles. So how is it going? This is the last episode of All the Backlist for 2019, thereby also being the last episode of All the Backlist for this decade. Uh, We are on vacation next week. I will be reading books, most likely, although I have started watching uh, Stargate SG-1 because I've never seen it before. I did watch all of Atlantis. I don't know how I missed SG-1. So that might be what I'm doing. But in any case, there might be books. Uh, And I'm going to tell you about books today. But before I do that, here is a word from our sponsor. Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing. Okay, so now... I was looking over some books that I read this decade and some of my favorites, and I picked two books that I don't think that I've talked about on the Backlist Show. Possibly on the Frontlist Show, but not on the Backlist Show. Uh, The first being The Lost Girls of Camp Forevermore by Kim Fu. It is about five young girls. They're in their tweens. They're at a sleepaway camp in the Pacific Northwest, and they go out on a special day trip, like a more special trip than in between all the canoeing and the craft making and all that stuff. Uh, They go on a special day trip in a canoe, and they get stranded on an island when something happens. And it's it's a very traumatic experience for them. They're, like, stuck there overnight. And in between the chapters of learning about, like, what happens and what they do, uh, is it going to turn into Lord of the Flies? Um, You get the stories of these five girls as adults. You now see what they're doing uh, in the present day with their lives, uh, how things have turned out for each of them. Uh, I loved it because four of the chapters are told in the same narrative, but one is told from the point of view of one of the girl's sisters. And I liked how she changed that up. And you just sort of see like how trauma affects people differently, um, how it kind of threads its way through their lives as adults, what they've each done with their lives, because you get to see a lot of their personality coming out in the uh, episode that takes place like on the island. Um, I started thinking about Niska and, and Firefly and get to see the, you know, the real you. Um, so it's, it's just so good. I love this book. It's The Lost Girls of Camp Forevermore by Kim Fu. And my other pick today, I'm realizing as I am saying this now, also has the word girl in the title. I did not do that on purpose. It is Sweet Girl by Travis Mulhauser. Uh, it is about a 16-year-old girl named Percy. She lives in Michigan with her mother. Her mother has a substance abuse problem, uh, and Percy has actually been the one taking care of them for several years now. She's 
finally dropped out of school because she can't do both, uh, and she has a job, and she's she's looking after her mother. Um, but there is a big blizzard on its way to Michigan this winter in the book, and she can't find her mother. And so she assumes that she's probably at the house of the local drug dealer, Shelton Potter, and she's going to go look for her. Shelton Potter is not very smart, but he is twice as dangerous uh, and it's also a bad time because his dog has just died, and she's very sad, so he's kind of on a bender. Um, so when, when Percy gets to Shelton's house, he finds Shelton and his girlfriend passed out on the floor. No sign of her mother, but she does find a baby in a crib upstairs. Uh, the window is open. It's snowing on the baby in the crib. It's freezing cold in there, and she impulsively takes the baby. She's like, I can't leave this baby to live like this. I'm, you know, She doesn't know what she's really doing, but she, she runs off with the baby to go look for her mother. So, of course, Shelton wakes up, the baby is gone, he sends his henchmen out to find whoever took the baby. In the meantime, Percy goes to see Portis Dale, who is one of her mother's ex-boyfriends, and really the only one of her ex-boyfriends who is kind of like a father to Percy, and he tells her he is going to help her with this problem. So, it's very sweet, it's a little violent, you know how I love a violent crime book. Um, I love, you know, like David Joy and Donald Ray Pollock. Uh, Daniel Woodrell, which it's kind of like Winter's Bone. It's a little true grit with, you know, a nod to Charles Portis there with Portis Dale being one of the characters. Uh, I hope that Travis Mulhauser writes something else because I really loved this. Like, no pressure. You know, he doesn't have to, but I would definitely read it. This is Sweet Girl by Travis Mulhauser. And for today's dealer's choice, I am trying to decide what I am going to read for my first book of the new year. This is always a problem for me every year. I put a lot of pressure on it. I worry that, like, if I read something and I don't enjoy it, it's going to reflect in the rest of my year, which is kind of ridiculous, but I'm a little superstitious when it comes to books like that. So I'm, like, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I think I was looking over the last books I've read this decade, each book the first day of the year, and I loved all of them, and I think I usually end up picking something that is, like, almost guaranteed that I'm going to enjoy, which might be cheating, but at the same time, not, because why wouldn't you want to read something that you enjoy? In the meantime, I am reading The Heap by Sean Adams, which has been compared to Kurt Vonnegut, which I could not pass up. Uh, I might read some Kurt Vonnegut over my Christmas break, or more likely I will watch more Stargate. I've been watching Stargate SG-1 because I missed it the first time around somehow. I did watch Atlantis. I don't know how this happened. Uh, I'm, I've moved from my horror mode that I was in in the middle of the year to my mystery mode to now I am in full-on sci-fi nerd mode again. Um, and it's pretty great. Uh, so I want to say thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to our sponsor. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Patricia to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. Bye.